0: What's going on, Badger fans? Sound the cannons. We got a huge, and I mean capital H U G E commitment on the Wisconsin football side. We're going to talk about it on today's Locked On Badgers. Let's go. Sound the cannons. Let's play some believe with Rajiv. Let's get all the sound bites. Let's go.
1: You are Locked On Badgers, your daily podcast on the Wisconsin Badgers, part of
0: the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. What is going on, Badger fans? Welcome to Locked on Badgers, your team just about every day. Um, I'm your host, Ryan Herrings, as always. I really do appreciate everybody tuning in. We're going to bring the man, uh, Rajiv, in on the show. We're also going to sound those cannons. <laughs> I love it. Rajiv coming in with flying with his colors. Um, and let's sound those cannons. Fire the recruiting cannons. Another one is headed to Madison on Wisconsin. Rajiv, happy, happy weekend, happy holiday. Let's start there, actually, everybody <laughs> tuning in. Have an incredible 4th of July weekend for everybody tuning in. Have a happy, healthy, really safe 4th of July weekend, but have an incredible time with family and friends. Uh, we have to jump in the show because Emilia Agard committed. This has not been a huge secret. I think, I think everybody thought he was leaning, but listen, in recruiting, you never know. Like until they say, really, you never even know until they sign on the dotted line, this thing could drag out, but. This is a huge verbal commitment to the Wisconsin Batters program. Emilio Agard, four-star cornerback coming out of Pennsylvania. Top 150-ish type player in the country. Rivals has been 154. Offers from Bama, Georgia, Notre Dame, Florida State, Michigan, Clemson, Arkansas. You can keep going. An elite offer list at an incredibly hard position for Wisconsin to, to, to get in-house. Rajiv, how are we doing today?
2: I'm doing great. Happy 4th of July to everyone. And what a great way to kick off the holiday weekend, by the way. I mean, every time we see those four stars pop up, that's just nice to see. And wow, Emilio Agard. I mean, I, we knew this was going to happen, but we've also had some, we've had a lot of wins in the recruiting department. We've had some losses and we've talked about the losses, but this is one of those times we get to celebrate the win. And of course, it's not at the end of it. Got to keep recruiting the guy, got to keep him here. But Wow, what a talent Amelia Agard really is. It's really, really special to watch him. The film is fantastic. If you haven't seen it, go watch it. Obviously, we're going to get into it, but really, really talented guy. Um, so happy to be on talking about it.
0: Yeah, let, let's talk a little bit, of it, but I want to get into some of the comments here. Um, this one, listen, we'll, we'll talk about Turner. Uh, we haven't had a show since Jordan Turner was suspended. One of the first comments here from Brian Scott, one of the football players, is getting suspended. Does anyone have more info? Um yeah, there was a an OWI. Uh there was there was a few things going on here. We're definitely gonna get into that. Probably not as much on this show though, but that is definitely something on next week we're gonna talk about more. But Brian, I didn't want to to make it seem like I was ignoring your comment there. Uh Zach Barts, Agard has amazing film, very impressive offer list, massive win at a skilled position. Uh one that can help us catch up to the blue bloods. Have we had a cornerback with this type of film before? I mean, I feel like Zach should have done the intro. He he did it better than I did. Like that's that's <laughs> perfectly well said. Um, Zach is
2: Zach is an all, a longtime listener who has very good takes. So good to have you Zach.
0: perfectly well said. I, I want to go there. Have we had a corn think, this is the highest rated at least from a recruiting standpoint cornerback. And again, let's let's put it out there for the last time. We'll see what happens on signing day. But mm-hmm. this is, this has the potential to be the highest-rated quarterback Wisconsin has ever signed in the recruiting rankings era. Think about that, Badger fans. In Luke Fickle's first year, mm-hmm. not even 12 calendar months calendar months on the job, he might be landing the highest-rated quarterback we've ever signed.
2: And the highest secondary that we've ever seen. I mean, let's just look at the entire secondary. But, yeah, this guy, I really like this guy's film. I mean, he is he's very quick. Boy, he can really stick to offensive receivers very, very well. Um, he's got a lot of speed. And I think the fact that now we've seen recently that Luke Fickle's kind of been going after the, the, the slightly taller guys, like a Harper. He's a little bit taller, this guy's five ten. I what is his weight? I don't have it in front of me. One sixty five. One seventy five. Yeah. Yeah. So I mean, he's he's not a, he's not a huge guy, but his size kind of helps him be very shifty, right? I feel like he adjusts really well to plays. We have he even has some punt returning uh, stuff on film, which is kind of nice to see. Uh, but yeah, really good speed, really good adjustment, um, and, and just he's gonna be he obviously does really well in press coverage, um, and he's gonna be that guy that's gonna just the lockdown cornerback guy. Now, a couple of the things that I've seen on his film that I don't necessarily like is I feel like he could be called for some penalties um, in college football because he uses his hands a lot. Mm-hmm. Now, I love the aggressiveness. It's good to have an aggressive corner who's not afraid to play that kind of coverage because you're going to be able to shut down a mm-hmm. lot of number one receivers with a guy like that. You take some risk, but it's a risk reward situation. I'd rather have the guy who's not afraid to make those plays and who's going to take those chances and who's going to try to 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 jump those routes. Maybe he gets burned a couple times. Maybe he gets he gets called for a couple penalties. Okay, certainly something to watch out for. But the the the, the plus speed and the plus kind of closing speed that he brings, I think, will make up for that. And really, the number one thing is the aggressiveness. He has so much aggressiveness. He's not afraid to tackle either, which I like. Um, so, yeah, he's a guy that he's going to be really good on the outside. He's going to be that guy that you're going to put on your number one, the number one receiver on the other
0: side. And, you know, he's probably not going to get the ball thrown to him very often. You know, one of the things that stood out to me and Zach, you talked about the film, too. And Rajiv, you just kind of hit on this. This is – we've had so many cornerbacks. Think, Badger fans and Richie, think about the cornerbacks we've recruited in the last five years. So many of them have been, he can do this well, but not this, this, and this, mm-hmm. right? He has great size, like Caesar Williams, but he can't run with people. Mm-hmm. This, this is one of the few cornerbacks I feel like we've gotten – like, you see him on film. He's in the spot. He's playing press man. He's playing zone. He's being physical at the line of scrimmage. You mentioned it. He's chopping running backs down. He's also playing the deep deep ball incredibly well. He has great hands, great ability after the interception. This feels like one of the cornerbacks that we've gotten, one of the few that we've gotten that you can kind of say, I don't know where the real weakness here is. I mean, maybe he's not quite as tall as you want for an elite number one type pick in the NFL, but... I feel like he can do just about everything you expect for a cornerback at at a high level. And that's unique for Badgers, for for the recruits that we've gotten recently, who have all had pretty obvious limitations, in my opinion. Totally agree. And yeah, you're right.
2: He doesn't really have a lot of those negative attributes. And and the, the size really doesn't bother me. The fact that he's a little shorter, it's okay. Like he can still be super successful in the Big Ten Conference against teams like Michigan, Ohio State, Penn State, all the top teams. You know, I, I don't think that's really going to be too much of a hindrance for him because that closing speed and his ability to stay with guys, no matter where they are on the field, no matter what routes they're running, he really has that unique ability. I also see on film a lot. Um, one of the things that he, he, you can see his eyes, he watches the quarterback some mm-hmm. too. He really can read the play well. Um, and that's that's a big plus when you get to our level. Um, at the big 10 level, because you have to be able to adjust quickly and the more you can understand what the play, where the play is going and where it's leaning towards, he's going to be able to jump those routes a little faster. This is a guy who's going to get interceptions. He's going to get picks. Um, and yeah, he's going to make some mistakes, but he's a difference maker on the defensive side of the ball. Just one more in a line of difference makers in the defensive backfield that trestle and fickle are building and also shout out to hitchler who once again shows his recruiting prowess this guy yeah. what is his like his sixth i think, I think he's his sixth. he's fantastic the guys he's bringing i i would love to just be in the room when he's talking to these guys i want to know what he's saying i want to know how he's doing it because he has been a huge plus recruiter for us so shout out to con hitchler
0: yeah, that's, a, that's an excellent point. This is a guy who could probably go teach a course on on sales, right? On marketing, on communication. Totally. Um, that's an excellent point, Rasheed. Another Pennsylvania guy. He, that's where Hitchell has a ton of connections. He was the lead recruiter on Haywood. He's been incredible. Absolutely incredible. Four
2: Pennsylvania recruits. So Penn State, eat that.
0: Yeah, I love it. That's that's awesome. Uh, Geeb says, let's go. Hopefully we do the impossible we'll get Liam. Talked about Liam Andrews the other day. That would be an enormous get. Logan Couch says, uh, national <laughs> There Lord you go, Couch. Logan. <laughs> that's what I'm talking about. <laughs> uh, by the way, really quick, everybody. Um, if you guys want to, totally up to you. Not everybody wants to do this, and that's totally fine as well. On um, we, we threw the invite out. I'm going to put it in the chat as well. If you want to jump into the live show, call in. Join with your camera, your mic. Let us know. I'm putting it in the chat right now. Feel free to jump in. Feel free to jump in if you want to talk about this as well. We love to get more voices on the show. That's always a priority for me is just to elevate the community. Um, Logan Couch again his firing the recruiting camps. we did that. John Propes says back to back best defense defensive back classes in a long time. Defense is going to look a lot different in a great way.
2: Yeah, totally totally agree with this and and as soon as Fickle came on, there was a lot of discussion. We talked about it on this show about the three-three-five and what variation of that we're going to see here. But however you cut it up, whatever the lineup is going to be, it's very focused on defensive backs and defensive back versatility. Being able to come up on the line and play linebacker at times, outside linebacker, things like that. Linebackers coming up onto the defensive line. They're very versatile. They're, they're all kind of a, a typecast type of a player, and they're they can do a lot of things. And he uses them in a lot of different ways. So it mad the fact that Fickle's here, and that's what he ran in Cincinnati, it shows in what he's recruiting. So the fact that we've seen these these two recruiting classes be what they are defensive back wise. And the guys we got from the transfer portal, all that together just shows how different our defense is going to look, but how exciting that is because now you've got a lot of athletes in that defensive backfield, guys we never had before. So things are going to look different and frankly, they're going to be more exciting and fun to watch.
0: Yeah. The exciting fun to watch thing a hundred percent. I think it's 11 defensive backs over the last two cycles when you got in the transfer portal. So they've completely remade that position. All right, we're going to take a quick break. Logan, I see you in the queue. Let's let's come back up after the break, bring you into this as well. Take a quick break for our friends of the show over at FanDuel. We're going to come back and we're going to talk, is, is this the crown jewel of the class? We're going to get your thoughts on it, and we're just going to keep going with this, this really enormous commitment for the Wisconsin Badgers. But first, I want to get into our friends of the show over at FanDuel, America's number one sports book, the place we go, the place I go, for all of our sports betting needs. Again, fanduel.com slash locked on. This is the best place to do it. It's easy, safe, secure, incredibly easy to use, quick payouts. And again, I'm Rajiv and I talked about are you betting on a Wisconsin Badgers undefeated season you get plus 1900. I mean, you, there's only one game that terrifies you, it's Ohio State and that's in Madison. Listen, I'm not I'm not always on believe with Rajiv, but on this one I'm going to be there. I'm going to take that plus 1900 Wisconsin on season on FanDuel. I love those those odds because why not? You just have to get through Ohio State, and then I think we're going to be favored in every other game. So tons of great FanDuel odds, futures for the Wisconsin Badgers. Go to FanDuel.com slash Lockdown. Get your nose wet first bet up to $1,000 back in bonus bets for first-time customers. Again, FanDuel.com slash Lockdown. Go check it out. America's number one sportsbook. Again, I want to say thank you so, so much for everybody tuning in. Um, really really do appreciate everything and for allowing us to be a small part of your day it's absolutely incredible and humbling let's get regime on here we're going to bring logan in as well um logan man what's up my friend let's get you in on this how, how are you guys doing up? Good, what's man. up logan how are you feeling today hey, i want to bring you back to when you know when we recruited Dakota
1: Dixon oh yeah i remember Dakota what i think i think what we have right now if we can get cod sanders to commit I think we could have one of
0: the best secondaries in the Big Ten, maybe even the college. Yeah. I, I think when you look at last year's cycle, Amari Snowden, those guys, uh, I think we're trending that way.
2: Yeah, especially with a guy like Snowden. I mean, he he has such skill in the size, and if he's playing at cornerback, wow. You're absolutely right, Logan. We definitely have um, the skill to really put it all together in
1: all the different pieces. Uh, I was also wondering how might the Jordan Turner
0: suspension affect the defense since he was a cerebral leader? Yeah, like that's a really interesting one, right? So the first thought I had was that's a position where we have three starters essentially, right? You have Muma, you have Cheney, and you have Turner. So in a way, to me, you you have insulation there. Uh, I believe, I mean, Jake Cheney, coach's son, high IQ player. Muma is a, a veteran in the defense. I almost feel like it's not going to impact it that much as long as you don't have one more injury, right? Now you know I have no more insulation.
2: I think Logan, I think your point about him being a cerebral leader is is a is a very valid one. I think that's that's true. I'm a big Mooma fan. I'm a huge MoomA fan, actually. So I, I think that he is our best middle linebacker. So I think we'll be okay. And and Ryan's right, Cheney a lot of teams don't can't really go three deep at that position, but we do. So yeah, I think we'll be okay. Um, but we'll see how it goes, we'll see how long the suspension lasts and, and how it all kind of plays out.
0: Go ahead, Logan. Uh, do you have something else?
1: Yeah. To be honest, I agree with Rajiv. I think we are going to win the next 10 national championships. <laughs> yes. We're going to kick Ohio State's ass. We're going to take back the axe. Yes. We're going to put Wisconsin back on the map. We're going to become the big bully of the Big Ten West. There I, you go. I, I love you.
0: Logan, let's end on this one with you, man. I'm curious. What game is more important? What game would mean more winning the Minnesota game or the Ohio State game to you? Minnesota, because I hate hearing them brag and
1: mock our jump around. Yeah.
0: That yeah. just pisses
1: I, me off. Yeah, I agree with that.
0: All right, Logan, man, thank you so much for jumping in. I hope Thanks for coming Have a good night. Here. You too, for sure. Um, Logan, thank you so much for jumping in. That was awesome. Uh, and I agree, by the way. I think, I, like, if you put those two games side to side for me, Rasheed. Like, you have to beat Minnesota. I don't even, like, I just expected an Ohio State loss. You cannot lose to the PJ Flex again.
2: 100%. The fact that we've lost to Minnesota three out of the last five years is maddening enough. And every time it happens, it's just like, it makes me sick to my stomach. So, yeah, it's fine. If we lose to Ohio State, okay, not the end of the world. If we lose to Minnesota. I, I'm not even going to be able to come on the reaction show if we lose that game because I just can't. I can't take another Minnesota loss. Yeah,
0: listen, the ratings will be great on that show because people yeah. love they be, like they love joy and they love misery. The ratings are good for either of those spectrums, so it would the show would do well. But that would be absolutely miserable. Um, Rajiv, I want to go here. I put for the second segment: Is this the crown jewel of the class? Up to the up to this point, right? All caveats apply. Up to this point, is Emilio Agar the crown jewel of this class? My argument is yes because mm-hmm. cornerback is so hard for Wisconsin to recruit and the offer list is incredible the film backs it up the the national rankings back it up the highest rated again this it, this bears repeating right the highest rated cornerback recruit in program history to me that that's the crown jewel of the class even above Matt Toyer, even above haywood
2: yeah. I mean, it's tough. I I can see your point, the offer list. I mean, we're never, how often are we ever going to get a guy who has Alabama, Clemson, Georgia, Michigan on their offer list. Uh, but I'm still going to say it's Mabry just because of mm-hmm. the potential that he has. And uh, frankly, Haywood is up there for me as well. Um, and I mean, quarterback is a super important position and it's super important in fickle system. But to me it all, it's still about the quarterback in college football. And if we don't, if Mabry, doesn't turn into what we want him to be, that'll be a have a bigger negative impact. And if he is as good as we expect him to be, it'll have a bigger positive impact. So I still think he's the crown jewel because he absolutely is one of our the top recruits, quarterback recruits we've ever had. And if that materializes into success, that can take us completely over the top. And where while Agard is going to be great, and I expect him to be an excellent member of this class, not quite the crown jewel in my opinion.
0: Yeah, all, all fair, right? Quarterback is is the, the 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 be all end all for just about any team in football. But when you look at Longo, right? You look at Locke, Evers, Mordecai. I just feel like Longo is going to find quarterbacks. The cornerback is still just the bigger question mark for Wisconsin. But of course, maybe, maybe not, because last cycle you had Amari Snowden and right. Exactly yeah, because
2: with, with with Colin Hitler, are we worried about it? I don't know. I mean, yeah, like no are because we've got so many that, yeah, I think it's now I'm not, certainly not going to say that we expect to have good quarterbacks, but it's it's trending that way that we're gonna keep getting a lot and recruiting a lot of defensive backs to fit this system. So, you know, I would still I'm still gonna argue Metower and frankly Haywood as well, because you know, we, we know how important offensive tackle is to to Wisconsin mm. and how that how that continues to go forward in a long-go system remains to be seen. But quarterback and tackle those are those are massive positions, and I think still more of a, of a crown jewel type than uh, than the quarterback. Mm. But that doesn't I not 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 taking a single thing away from this. This is a massive get, um, and I also want to say that while Justin couldn't be on the show tonight because he's has at a concert or something, I know Justin loves this guy, and I know I'm I wish he was on here because yes. I know that he he really I mean this is like. Connor, a C.G. and level for Justin yeah, with, with the guard, and I. So I'm I'm excited to get his thoughts on this, and sad he could be with us tonight.
0: I expected him to dial in because he loves so much. So like he's on like his iPhone with the concert going on, guys. This is the dude. I um I would say this. Your point about quarterbacks is certainly um very on point. I think I think with tackles, a four star cornerback is worth more than a four star offensive lineman. I I would think, but your point is also correct that all these are huge gets they're all incredibly important parts of the class and now we're yeah. just kind of arguing semantics to some degree right.
2: let's just keep the four stars coming in that's fine we'll, yeah. we'll 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 talk about the crown jewel any any day we i'm glad to have this discussion versus are we going to get a four star are we going to get one of these mm-hmm. big guys we have we have a few to choose from which is an awful nice you know problem to have right
0: agreed uh Derek Ostrander says I love this announcement he uh, caked Clemson and brought out Bucky if you watched his his live uh, announcement it was great
2: fantastic it
0: was I encourage everybody to go check it out they had a, a Bucky badger mascot there it was awesome uh, they played jump around it was great absolutely great um, Mark D said I know you've talked about in-state recruits I would start to be worried if the same thing happens next cycle. Yeah. Yeah. It's fair.
2: I mean, for sure. We've talked about this before. Yeah, absolutely. It's, but also let's, let's give credit to Hitchler and what he's done in Pennsylvania, because while we're missing guys out of Wisconsin, we're getting guys out of Pennsylvania. We don't, we don't traditionally get like this. per. We have, you know, 15 recruits. We have 33% of our class basically from the state of Pennsylvania. That's pretty impressive. More like 30%, but that's nice to see. So while we're, when when we missed on some of those guys in state, we're going elsewhere to get them. But Mark, I a hundred percent agree. We've, it can't continuously be a thing. We've got to get these big guys in
0: state. And let me let me just throw a bit of. I, I've heard from a source that Owen Striebig, the the really blue chip offensive tackle from Wisconsin in the twenty five class, is leaning Notre Dame early. I'll just put that out there. I've I've heard that Wisconsin is not in the driver's seat there. Which it's this is very early though. Let me stress mm-hmm. that. But,
2: and and Fickle is building those in state relationships, mm-hmm. so it's going to take some time. And I I fully expect that. In the next cycle, he's going to have those sort of those pipelines built up, and those those relationships with high school coaches and, and and people in the in the in the state. So I think this will get better. I'm very confident that it will get better, and I think uh-huh. that Badger fans need to continue to trust in what he's doing and what his recruiting, what his recruiters are doing.
0: Yeah, and yeah, like I want to talk about this more. After the break, we have to take a quick break. I do yeah. want to talk about. I want to get into a bunch of your comments, and then I do want to talk about do how much of a grace period should be expected for a new coach i want to touch on that as well but coming up next we're gonna talk about that Get into a bunch of your more of your comments including more on agard more on in-state recruiting more on fickle a bunch more coming up on lockdown badges but first a quick break for our friends of the show all right we're gonna come back again and just say thank you to everybody who's tuning in this is awesome we got 127 people watching it which is amazing if you're going to watch this later on youtube that's incredible if you're going to listen to this on a podcast and hear the dulcet tones of Rajiv as he's, as he's pumping up the, you know, the hype machine. That's awesome too. Let's go. <laughs> and again, just have a great 4th of July weekend. I cannot stress that enough. Y'all are amazing. As we build this community up. Rajiv, I want to push back a little bit here. This is something I, I, I hear a lot and I hear the idea that, Hey, it's his first calendar year. Let's judge it next year. Well, so two things on this, nobody was saying that when things were going well, right? Nobody like, like, Nobody, when the, the, the transfer portal was kicking, when, when we got MetTor, nobody's saying, okay, well, let's wait to see what he does next year, right? It's one of those things where when it's going well, everyone's like, yeah, we're the, the new beasts of the Big Ten West. And when it's not going quite as well, relatively speaking, people are saying, well, it doesn't matter right now because he's, he's not quite here for a year. I don't think you can have that both ways. And, and, and then the other part I would point out is, and this is something when I used to have John Garcia on, who the, who's now the rival's recruiting guy in the South, who's Sports Illustrated recruiting guy. He said point blank when a new coaching staff comes in, the the window is basically nothing. You're expected to recruit right away. There's not Mm -hmm. a – this is his words now, but he Mm -hmm. said there's not a period of grace for a high-powered coaching staff. So I would just like throw those out there. I don't prescribe as much to – we have to give him time to figure it out. Like he was brought in to do it right now.
2: And I think think, he's been successful. He has. He has done it right now. I mean, he he has done well. Right. And and I, and I think that's why and I think you're, you're right. It's a fair it's a very fair point for you to say that you can't really kind of look at it both ways. And I admittedly kind of do look at it both ways. I do get excited about the wins and I'm not overly concerned about the losses. Right. Um, and that's and I think that's because I look at this as a long term rebuild of the Wisconsin program. This is a culture shift entirely it's a style change for offensively i mean you're you're talking about changing what wisconsin's offense has looked like for the last 30 years mm-hmm. you're talking about changing the way the defense has looked for the last 15 20 years so it's it's a long term culture shift that yes you got to have wins early but building the long term stability in the program building those long term um, you know sort of recruiting sort of avenues within the state building those relationships i want to see improvement every year and I want to see that that get, continue to get better. As far as I'm concerned, he's had a good enough start already. You know that 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 I'm okay with letting it go to next year. And but if yes, if we have in-state problems next year, it's another discussion. We had a similar discussion with Greg Gard. If things didn't get better, then there was going to mm-hmm. be another topic. And th- things did get better, so I, I don't look at it. Instantly in one year, because I think this is a this is such a seismic change and what what we've been doing as a program that it's going to take time. Because all those those relationships, let's say in the state of Wisconsin, that have, that have been built, were built for a certain type of a program, and now that program is changing. So new relationships have to be formed, new recruiting lines have to be built, um, new states have to be brought into play. Like there's a lot into a culture shift. So that's why I think you have to give them a little bit more time because everything is changing, not just one little thing. Is that I mean that's kind of the way I look at it.
0: No, I think that's fair. Like, I, I think you you look at it in, in a very constructive way. And I think you have, as always, a very articulate way of um, elucidating your points. So I think it's totally fair. And, and to your point, even to even add to your point, not that I need to because you did it very well. He has nobody on his staff familiar with the in-state programs, right? right? Like, that, there is an adjustment period there. So I think he's done well as, as well. I just at times think we we tend to gloss over the losses while, while pumping up the wins. And I think you just got to look at both. But Agreed. I agree with you there. Agreed. Um, let's get some more comments here because I definitely need to get some of this in here. Mike D said, Agard uh, might be a very good pump returner at the college level. We saw that on film.
2: Yeah. But, yeah, his sophomore highlights have it. His junior highlights have it. He's very quick. He's got good vision. And, yeah, I mean, if that's if that's one thing that can, can get added into the game and, and help our special teams out – it's it's a win for
0: us. You know, By the way, two things I always look at for for a punt returner. Not so much can he do this at the next level. If you're doing it really successfully, it probably speaks to your athleticism. You're probably an elite athlete and you probably have elite ball skills, right? A lot of cornerbacks are cornerbacks because they can't catch the ball. That old that old adage, right? That's why they're playing defense. This dude can catch the ball. It's on film. Yeah, he's a great intercepting it and returning and He's great on punt returns. He's got incredible ball skills. I can't wait. Honestly, he's a huge get. I'm very excited for it. John Kotmeyer says, "Let's go beating the blue bloods, getting another dude at cornerback." Uh, mark D said, uh, "It seems like cornerbacks is the best talent they've gotten so far. What position could we recruit better? Rajiv? defensive line? Yeah. Question mark? I would remove the question mark of that. <laughs> yeah, that yeah, Mark, you hit the nail on the head. It's clearly
2: defensive line. You know, I was I was very sad to see that Kirks is going to Washington. I mean, that's mm-hmm. just we we're, we're we really need to we really need to get this done uh, up front defensively. But I I still have faith. I'm sure that we'll we'll get some guys in." I'd like to bring one thing up um, while you're looking for other comments because I did see it in there. I don't know who put it up there, but can we take a second to just talk about the squat fest?
0: Oh yes! I sure. mean,
2: wow, fantastic! Oh, someone someone just put squat fest up there. I don't know. I don't know who it came from, but it's I mean, so geez, Braylon Allen had a mask on. We like, oh wow! This Lee Collins, the, what he's doing and changing the culture. I'm clearly I have a huge smile on my face watching that. Just got me excited because it's just like I, like i said in the a moment ago it's a whole culture shift right everything is different the energy that he brings to the strength and conditioning department is going to have tangible dividends on the field next year and we're seeing it right now you know you've had discussions with Brady Collins and 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 how he's doing things and boy like this is what a huge like yeah. th- these guys these are 18 19 20 year old kids they love this stuff and yeah. I'm a 40-year-old and I love this stuff. Like, how can you not get excited about these people and what Brady Collins is doing in that room and just pumping these guys up, improving them, really changing their bodies in a better way, and that's all going to translate
0: on the field next year. Yeah, that's an excellent point. Uh, Wisconsin Wisconsin strength and conditioning had fallen off to some degree the last couple years. Um, Just think of it like this. Every recruit you get into, some degree is a ball of clay, Right. And your strength and conditioning is, is the group that molds that ball of clay into something greater than what it came in through the doors at. And we massively upgraded that department. Again, I'll remind everybody one of the first things a Cincinnati writer told me was Brady Collins is the secret weapon behind Luke Fickle. Like, and everything we've seen so far backs that up. That's yeah, a, totally. <laughs> a huge get.
2: <laughs> I would say, I would say Brady Collins and Colin Hitchler are the, the, the yeah. two like secret weapons that he has.
0: Let's see. Badger says unrelated, but the basketball draft that we did was very entertaining. Can't wait for some more of that. Absolutely, Badger. Thank you. I've gotten I've fun. gotten a
2: lot of uh, you know people. I really thought my I, when I when we finished the draft, I was very pleased with my team, and the comments reflected otherwise and said that Dylan and Justin had some better teams. So I think I think in the end I, I should have drafted Devin Harris first uh, because mm. it, with the comeback I could have got Wilkinson and maybe Hap and. So I, I've been second guessing my Frank the Tank decision for the last several days, given the response that we had to our draft. But thank you for the comment.
0: It was a lot of fun to do that show. You can't second guess. I mean, you can't <laughs> second guess taking Frank the Tank though. Like, but
2: I mean, but like based on how it all went, yeah. like you know, you get you got it. You could play a little armchair quarterback, and
0: you know. By the way, nobody literally, literally nobody has said, "Hey, Ryan, great job! I love your yeah, team." Yeah, you, wow. your team was. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I mean, as soon as you made the Bergeron pick, it was all. I, over. I needed a rim protector. You need a rim protector. <laughs> Oh man, Bo Dragon says they could win the Big Ten or lose to Washington. Uh, Listen, I said it; they could lose to Wazoo. I mean, I'm assuming, Bro Dragon, you said you mean Washington State on the road. That you could absolutely lose to Washington State on the road in college. Yes.
2: You could also do both of those. You could, you could do both of those, true. Bo. You could win the Big Ten and lose to Wazoo um, on a show that's going to be coming out this week. Ryan and I talk about some odds and mm. uh, winning the Big Ten. Uh, so you guys will have to check that out. And our odds to win the conference are actually really really good value at plus 800. So that's- Here's
0: a great one. Bo says, uh, what dispensary are you going through if you think we're going to get through Ohio State? <laughs> <laughs>
2: hey, it's one game. It's one game. You know?
0: Anything it's can true. happen. Melvin Melvin says, depends on how fast they get the offense going. That That's the one thing. Ohio State is not week two, week three, week four. The offense is going to be more geared in by the time they get to that point. Whatever whatever version of the offense is, there's maybe a different story, right? But it's going to be, some of the growing pains are going to be worked out by the time Ohio State comes to Madison. And which, is
2: why, which is why Wazoo is such a trap early in the season, because it is early and that is going to be a difficult game.
0: Yeah, I agree. Uh, let's keep going here a couple more comments um here's one here Dirk Dirk dirking says ryan you feel okay you're not wearing a hat <laughs> no yeah no it's it's true i actually looked for one to be fair and my cabin is still being built i don't know where it is my kids probably hit it but i, I appreciate it. just
2: throw on one of those helmets you got back
0: there and, <laughs> know. You know. those things are great um scott mcfarland says surprise vinnie anthony's and higher up on the punt return depth chart for this year uh, there's so many weapons, right? Yeah. Like, I love Vinny Anthony. There's so many receivers. Regime, I want to maybe finish here. And here's the comment you had about um, I think this is the one you mentioned. Pitch MB said, Who would win a locked on squad fest? That'd be <laughs> Justin. Regime. Justin. Or, oh, yeah. It would be Justin, probably. Justin. Yeah. Justin. Yeah.
2: Justin is the. Uh, Justin's a bigger weightlifter than both of me and Ryan. I'm pretty sure. So yeah, yeah, he's, uh, yeah, Justin definitely is winning that. I'll give him credit
0: for there. Justin's <laughs> winning that. Um, I want, I want to finish up here. This was a comment from a previous show. Um, and then we've heard pretty, pretty positive reports about John Blackwell. We're shifting gears here, but we heard pretty positive reports. Of John Blackwell early. I've mentioned before, I think he gets underrated. Like he's physical. He's a physical yoked up dude who can shoot. Is he redshirting this year?
2: I think so. Okay. I think so. I really do because why not? Right. I mean, let's we do we he will get better playing time if he comes in later. We'll save the year of eligibility. I think he does Richard, this year, and I'm okay with that because we've got a lot of weapons right now. Let's save him a year, let's get his body worked on, let's put him through strength and conditioning, let's kind of hone his skills a little bit and take him in year two.
0: So that that's where I was too. I, I had thought that as well, Rajiv. Uh, I think it's I think that's the reasonable, realistic point. But the one thing with him is he doesn't really need his body worked on a ton for a freshman. Like fair physically he could be ready. Um, and if he can shoot, I don't know. It wouldn't shock me. Um, this one's great here. Kathleen Burrows. Rajiv, you mentioned you were at the Ohio State game. Kathleen says, I was at the game when the Badgers beat number one Ohio State.
2: I was there too. It was fantastic. Yeah. Unbelievable. Rushed the field. I was, oh man, gosh. I have such vivid memories of that game. It was so incredible. And listen, and- to it could happen again, Kathleen could happen this year. And
0: I know Justin and I
2: are planning on being there for that game. So
0: we might be there. Uh, it be so much fun. Kathleen, hopefully you're there as well. Hopefully it's another similar game. That'd be absolutely incredible. Uh Keith Cummings says, any news on Dupree? still waiting on still Dupree. Waiting. I think I think we get Dupree yeah. though. I really do. And we'll finish here. Badger Mike says it's like the whole new program got sleep. It's like the whole program got sleepy under the Chris regime. Uh Fickle, Longo, Trestle, Collins have lit a fire under the team. They're awake now. Yes.
2: It's a perfect way to, to, to end the show and to comment on this. This is exactly what's happening, right? It's, you're literally, you you took the Wisconsin program and you just lit a huge fire under, under it Mm -hmm. and everything is firing, right? I mean, like the offense is going to look totally different. The defense is going to look different. The strength and conditioning is different. The recruiting is different. The recruiting department is bigger. Uh, People are being led into the program, everything, the marketing. I mean, there's everywhere you look, you see positive changes that are frankly exactly what we have always wanted so that's why people are excited. That's why we come on here and talk about the Badgers. It's so much fun to look at this program even in the off season, We're still a couple months away from kickoff and we're, I mean, we're geared up. I'll tell you what. I am so ready for this football season, man. I yeah. cannot wait to get like yep. what How many days are left? I, I know that Mike says some people on our Discord have a count going. I think we're like. 66, Ryan. Maybe. Ryan Ryan, yeah, 66 yeah. 65 maybe. I can't wait. Like let's go. We've got to get there soon.
0: I know it's, it's so much fun. And that's a great comment to finish on badger, Mike. I agree. Rajiv. Thank you as always for jumping in. You are incredible as always. And we're smarter because you're here. Everybody in the comment. Thank you. Everybody in the comment section. Thank you. Have the incredible 4th of July. Uh, Rajiv, anything else you want to leave off? Here? Happy 4th of July to
2: everyone. And um, eh, two months away, guys. We're two months away.
0: Let's go on Wisconsin. And we'll talk to you guys next week.